This CKNW podcast for AIM Medical Imaging, home of AIM Medical Imaging full body MRI scanning. A family history of medical issues is nothing to ignore. Book a preventative screening at aimmedicalimaging.com. You are live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo in studio today with my good friend Andy Barrar. It's just the two of us. Just the two of us. Kind of, kind of romantic. <laughs> We're your tech show. We've got lots of tech to talk about today. Uh, later on, we'll be uh, speaking with the folks over at Netflix. Gazillions of people using that now. I- interesting uh, stat that I saw as well, uh, Andy. Between Netflix and YouTube, uh, they account for 50% of internet traffic during peak times. It's amazing, isn't it? Isn't it crazy? I think one of the most amazing things about that stat, Mike, was that a couple of years ago, it was BitTorrent. Yes. But BitTorrent are actually going down because of these streaming services. You know why? Because they're making it easier for people to get content. You know, we saw that with Napster back in uh, the early days where people wanted access to digital music files, but there was nowhere to really buy them. Exactly. But now we're seeing things like Netflix and, you know, these other streaming services uh, that allow us to pay for the content. And it's because they're making it really convenient and it's, uh, you know, the the user interface is just beautiful. Exactly, but uh, it, it was interesting stats. I think Netflix alone accounted for 28% of internet traffic. And if you look at some of the other ones out there, uh, we don't have these services in Canada yet, like Amazon and Hulu, yeah. but they were like less than 2%. Like there's just no one that even comes close to touching those. Yeah, those they're, they're, they're complete market leader, and they're taking away uh, a lot of the, the television studios like HBO. They're becoming bigger than HBO is. Well, it's interesting, you know, um, you know, we see things like the CRTC, they're talking to the broadcasters now, uh, sorry, the cable companies about unbundling the packages. That's right. You know, right now, if you subscribe to cable service, you've got to buy bundles like the family bundle and the sports bundle. The CRTC is, uh, you know, looking into having the cable companies unbundle that so you just can buy one channel at a time. And that's all because of Netflix, that the people have that, you know, flexibility to pick what they want to watch, when they want to watch, exactly. where they want to watch. So now the cable companies have to follow suit to compete in that market. Well, we hear this uh, term uh, cord cutters, or cutting the cord. Basically, that's a, a new term for people that are basically doing away with satellite and cable TV. They're getting their content uh, through things like Netflix uh, or uh, downloading them over the Internet. Another way to do it, though, is getting um, HD channels over the air. That's right. Broadcasters are actually broadcasting their signals free. In HD. In HD over the air. You, you obviously need an antenna hooked up to your, your TV to get them. Uh, we've got an interesting guest on the line right now. We've got Grant Hall. He's the CEO of uh, Nuvio. Thanks for joining us today, uh, Grant. Yeah, happy to be on. Did, did I pronounce that right, Nuvio? That's right. You're, you're one of the few to get it right. Oh, I'm a pretty clever man. <laughs> I've, I've had my morning coffee. Um, so I want to understand what this is all about. I've actually tried this before, getting HD signals uh, over the air. I you know, got an antenna, an HD antenna, and hooked yep. it up to my TV. And it's cool. The quality is fantastic. You've got a, a DVR system that works with this. Yeah, absolutely. So I think um, some people are hooking up to the TV. And it is, you know, I think, relatively unknown. People just aren't aware of the quantity and the quality of HD TV that's out there uh, that you can just pick out of the airways for free. And it... In many urban locations, or if you're in a major city, it just requires a small antenna about the size of a hardcover book. So what we do is you could hook it up directly to your TV and watch it live. But, of course, most of us are used to having a PVR, and we like the convenience of being able to time shift and watch things when we uh, want to watch it, and also to be able to skip through commercials. Um, so what we provide is a solution that allows you to do that with this free over-the-air HDTV. 
And then it has a couple other advantages. One is we don't actually connect the TV. We work with that uh, box you're using to get, um, you know, Netflix already. You know, it could be an Apple TV box or a Roku box or a Chromecast dongle. So we add that broadcast experience to all the TVs in your home. You can access the uh, the PVR content. And rather than, you know, using that awful interface that's traditionally on, a, you know, your, your cable box or satellite box and a remote control, we give you a beautiful touch-based application that runs in your tablet or your smartphone um, that makes it really a, a wonderful experience to find content to record, to record it, and then play it back. So let's just uh, break this down for listeners uh, if they want to look into something like this. Uh, the first thing they have to do is get an antenna for their, their television. That's correct. And uh, these, uh, I know there's a couple different types, so like there's indoor antennas and there's also outdoor antennas. Right. So the in, in an urban location, so if you're in the city, um, you know, if you have line of sight to the tower, and in Toronto it's like the CN Tower, I'm not sure in Vancouver where the uh, transmitters are located, but um, in that condition it could be just a small indoor antenna, you know, about the size of a hardcover book or, or even smaller. If you're a little farther out in the suburbs, you may need to put, um, you know, a small antenna about the size of, um, you know, a satellite dish, you know, outside the home, you know, on your roof or in a convenient location. Um, and that will get you access to all those, you know, over-the-air channels. So Ottawa, which is not a big city, we get 14 channels. Toronto, I think you get, you know, upwards of 30. Um, Vancouver, I think you're probably in the, in the, you know, 14 to 20 range as well. Mike, I actually, uh, I don't have a cable subscription. And uh, most of the stuff I do with Netflix, but one thing I needed an antenna for, for over-the-air HD channels, was for news and sports, because those are live events that you can't normally get. Yeah. Yeah. And what Grant was alluding to, when you put the uh, antenna onto your house, you have to face it into the direction of the tower. In Vancouver, it's towards Grouse Mountain. And then I got about six six channels in full HD for free. You're in, you're in Surrey. Air, and I'm in Surrey, yeah. so pretty far away. But yeah. if you if you direct it, and there's websites that'll teach you what way to direct your antenna based upon where you live. But Grant, do you, so with this service, you could actually watch the programs then on like an iPad. Is that correct? Absolutely. So you can watch it in your iPad. We have an Android version of the application as well. Um, we also have an HTML5 app, so you can watch it on your PC or your Mac or your smartphone, and you can throw it onto your. Um, onto your, your big screen 3D using AirPlay or, or Chromecast. So you really get the best of both worlds. You get the mobility. You get to watch all that content on any device, you know, anytime. And it's a multi-room solution. So you put um, an Apple TV and a couple of TVs or a Roku box, and that one, uh, you know, HD PVR that we provide will provide signals to all those, all those boxes and your smartphones, you know, all at the same time. Mike, how much do you typically pay for your cable subscription right now? I don't want to tell you. <laughs> it's, it's in the hundreds of dollars, I think. Yeah, I with the internet and everything. I don't even know how it's broken down, but you know, 100, 150 bucks with all the HD and all that stuff that I'm, I'm getting. Uh, so, I mean, it, it really adds up. Uh, so, people have to buy a box from you. Is that right, Grant? Yes, we, we, we supply a box. We're right now doing a crowdfunding campaign on Indigo, Indiegogo. Um, so, we're, we're just getting the product in the market. So, we're looking for um, you know, customers to help us do the final testing, the beta testing on it, and you know we're looking for early adopters who want to get the first boxes off the production line in, in January. Um, so the website uh, to go to for us is tablotv.com. We call the box the Tableau. So it's T-A-B-L-O-T-V.com, and you'll see a link to the campaign. 
But you, you do purchase a box, and then we have a modest fee uh, as a subscription for the guide data because we have a beautiful guide with, you know, fantastic cover art, um, you know, all the metadata on plot, and, um, and, and we get that from a guide provider. So there's a, there's a small fee for that, but it's a fraction of your, of your cable bill. What, what kind of costs are we looking for the box and the, that monthly fee? The box uh, streets are about the two tuner version, about one hundred or uh, one hundred ninety nine bucks, just under two hundred, and the uh, four tuner versions we're looking at about two forty nine ninety nine, so just under two fifty. Okay, and then the monthly subscription fee for the the guide and everything. About five bucks a month. I mean, we're still finalizing the pricing on this, but that's that's currently the targets we're shooting for. That's a little cheaper than my cable. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it, it all just depends, really, if you get some good signals in your area. I'm I'm out in White Rock, and I've tried getting HD over the air. Yeah, I yeah. only tried it with an indoor antenna, and I only got a few out of the U.S. So I don't know if I if I had a bigger antenna, I would maybe get some. Yeah, you're pretty far away. You'd probably be better getting the, the U.S. channels yeah. than, than the ones we get over here in Canada because they're so close to the border. Well, yeah. Grant, uh, can, you, can you give us the website address one more time so people sure. can find out more info about this? It's uh, tablotv.com. So it's T-A-B-L-O-T-V, all one word, dot com, C-O-M. And uh, you'll that'll provide you links to, to get all the information and it'll provide the link to the Indiegogo campaign. Grant, thank you so much for joining us today, and good luck. Appreciate it. That was Grant, very much. Grant Hall, the CEO of Nuvio. Uh, an interesting idea. Definitely one of those texts that you see uh, as part of that whole cutting the cord, because a lot of people, you know, they, they're busy professionals. They don't get to watch TV very much, but there are certain channels that they do. So a service like this would appeal to someone like myself who, you know, is never at home. And, but you still want to watch certain programs, and now you can watch it right on your tablet. Yeah, it's just the only thing, I guess, if you're into sports and news, you'll want to make sure that if you're going this way that you know, your antenna can basically get those channels. Yeah, you don't want to go cheap on your antenna. You know, yeah. Always go stronger than, than you probably need just to make sure that you have a good signal. Interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but another interesting thing, too, with over-the-air HD signals, they're uncompressed. Yeah. So you're getting like the highest quality <laughs> and it's high amazing. It, signals. It, when I first hooked it up, I was like, wow, this is coming from like the sky. It still <laughs> blows my mind up when I think about it. And like HD signals yeah. are out there and we don't even know about it. Very, very cool. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we will be talking with the folks over at Netflix uh, about uh, their new stuff and new interfaces. Pretty cool. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected, Mike Agarbo with Andy Barrar in studio, talking uh, a lot about uh, the new way to get content and TV. Mm-hmm. Kind of uh, interesting uh, stuff, a, a whole new world. Yes, it's amazing uh, what Netflix did, a DVD service that you know you could just mail, suddenly becoming streaming. Uh, it just blows me away. And now that we're seeing you know, how much data is being transferred over the Internet on, on, on sites like Netflix... And YouTube, it just shows that uh, you know we're a different time, and uh, it's not like uh, it used to be. Do you use Netflix a lot? Oh yes, of course. And w- you know what's really amazing about Netflix is those algorithms. How they start to understand what kind of content that you like. Yeah. You know, I'm a big. I really like watching documentaries, and so suddenly it's, you know, they're suggesting. Is that why you're so smart? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. But I always fall asleep <laughs> watching these documentaries, so it takes me about three days to to get through one of them. Yeah. But so you're not really getting your money's worth. Well, I am, you know. The the cool thing I like about Netflix that one of those, one of those game changers was that you can move from one device to another and it remembers where you were. That is cool. So if you're commuting, uh, you could be watching something and then you get back home, you could finish watching it. 
one thing I've been doing, Mike, and it's amazing what Netflix has changed my life is I built the shelf in front of my treadmill and put a computer there. And so I watched, you know, Netflix while I'm uh, running. And it's actually made me want to run more because I want to keep watching certain episodes, provided I only watch those episodes when I'm running. It's a great way to stay in shape and uh, stay active. Smart and fit. Exactly. It's multitasking. What's happening to me, Andy? I watch bad TV shows. I don't exercise enough. You, uh, Netflix. If I watch more Netflix, you're saying, I'd be a changed man. Exactly. And you'll probably go through all the Canadian content, and then you'll have to move to like the U.S. Netflix, which is... Uh, which has more, you know, titles, but not the same titles. Because everyone always thinks that America has better Netflix content than, yeah. than Canada, but it's not always like that. No, they've got some pretty good content happening on the, uh, uh, the uh, Canadian side, definitely. But, you know, with Netflix, you can basically access it from all sorts of different devices now. You know, all these uh, new Blu-ray players, uh, pretty well all the new smart TVs as well, ha- has it built in. Yes, and it makes it so easy. And the fact that you have a different user profiles, because one of the big issues where a lot of parents were getting all these suggestions for cartoons. Yeah. And so Netflix... Thomas real- the Tank Engine, right? <laughs> exactly. No, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> so what they did was they created different user profiles so mom, dad, uh, and the kids can have their different Netflix accounts all under one. So you didn't have to buy a separate Netflix account for each one. Yeah. Uh, which is great because then it starts to understand you. And that's the beauty of Netflix is that it understands what kind of taste you have and it makes those recommendations because they have so much, so many movies and TV shows. How are you going to go through them in the catalog? It would be very, very hard. Uh, it's going to be interesting in the next 10 to 15 years as uh, you know, the kids get older into adults. Like That's all they know is YouTube and Netflix. Yes. Right? Between YouTube and Netflix, you can go through a lot of different content. Even on YouTube, there's like documentaries. I know the History Channel publishes a lot of their content on there. So, um, you know, it it really begs the question, do you need cable anymore? You know, it's just for live TV and sports, I think, is basically what you would need it for. Have you tried any of the other streaming services yet, like Amazon or Hulu? I I know we don't get them up here, but... No, but what's interesting is Amazon is taking that business model that Netflix did, and they're trying to make original content as well. And they're using the, da- the data that they get from people's viewing habits to start suggesting what kind of shows we should build in the future. So they, it's data-driven, which is kind yeah. of interesting. You know, Usually studios would make a, uh, a TV show, put a pilot out, see if people liked it, and then they would sign on. Now what they're doing is the data is telling what kind of pilots they should make. Well, that's what Netflix did with House of Cards with Kevin Spacey, Yeah, right? They saw that a lot of their users liked you know, political... Uh, you know, dramas and movies and also Kevin Spacey. And then they said, what if we put Kevin Spacey in a political drama? I think we're going to have a sure hit. (laughs) And you know what? They did. Yeah. It got signed on right away. I marathoned through the whole thing on one Sunday uh, morning. Yeah. It's so hard. They make it so easy to go from one episode to the next one. I know. You you lose a a big chunk of your life, though. Exactly. But uh, time well wasted, I guess. (laughs) What's the uh, contest this week, Andy? We're giving a fabulous contest. Uh, Netflix has just changed their new TV experience. So they're making it more of a a cinematic type of feel to it. So we're going to give away a Nintendo Wii and a one-year subscription for Netflix. So you can enjoy. You get a brand new Nintendo Wii. You can play games with the kids. And you also have one year full Netflix, all you can consume of television, documentaries, and even cartoons. Netflix for kids. It's a great service for for kids because they love to watch the same content over and over and over again. It looks like we're just having a bit of difficulty getting our Netflix guest here, so we'll uh, keep trying. PlayStation 4 from Sony launched this week. 
sure that has Netflix in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tons of people in line, and uh, I don't know if you had a chance to try the, the console out yet. No, I haven't. I heard good things about the controller, though. Yeah, they're saying uh, it's, it's pretty uh, amazing. But, uh, you know, what I find interesting with these new video game consoles is that... Uh, uh, obviously, they're going, you know, better graphics and, and what have you, but it's all about sharing now as well, that whole social aspect. Um, you know, the, the PlayStation, you can actually record your your gameplay yeah. and uh, essentially then share that on Facebook. And I know a lot of kids are going to do this because... I know um, my kids, you know, they play too much video games and then they go and watch and they're watching people play video games on YouTube. I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing? What's wrong with you? Believe it or not, there are a couple of games out there where you could actually get a coach and they'll coach you online over Skype yeah. on video games. And you can record your footage and they will look at your footage and give you suggestions on how you can be better at certain content. So it's at different times, you know, when you have online coaches to play video games that look over your footage, you know. I could never, I never <laughs> saw this coming. I never saw that coming. Um, are you going to get a PlayStation 4? Well, so... I can't really consider myself a gamer because I only play one game, and that's the NHL series that's yeah. that's built here in uh, Burnaby yeah. from uh, Electronic Arts. They're, they announced that they're not going to have a title this year. So next year, this time, they'll be putting out their new title for the PS4. So that's when I'll be buying it because I only play one game. It doesn't make sense for me to... Uh, so you'd buy a console just for... Just for one game. But I've been playing this game since I was about t 1992, believe yeah. it or not, when it first came out. So that's that's loyalty right there for one just one franchise of a game. Well, we'll uh, we'll be seeing how the video game war uh, pans out. Uh, the Microsoft Xbox One will be launching uh, uh, shortly as well, which will be the big competitor to the Sony PlayStation. So that's 4. the big debate, Mike. Where do you stand on there? PS4 or Xbox One? Um, I've always been an Xbox guy. I had the original Xbox. I had a 360. So uh, because of that, I'm kind of going down that track. Um, for me, I think it's all about the, uh, the living room experience, and I think Microsoft's got a better handle on that. Yes. So the Xbox One will actually work with your existing cable box, and you can actually play video games and watch TV at the same time. You can go back and forth right through the whole Xbox interface. The big and controversy. Sony hasn't got that down yet. The big controversy, though, is about that Kinect, that, yeah. that camera that comes in the living room. A lot of people are, are a little bit worried about that, but, you know, it remains to be seen. I, I want to see in the holidays what's the winner. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll take your calls. We're going to go general open line, taking any of your tech questions, one 399 if you're phoning anywhere in Canada. And in the Vancouver area, 604-280-9898. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by Lennon Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected, Mike Agarbo and Andy Barrar in studio. We're uh, opening up the, uh, the phone lines. Couldn't get a hold of our Netflix guest, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Too bad for him. Yeah, well, it looks like he's calling me on the phone right well, now. <laughs> maybe, maybe we can't get them on. Uh, so we are going to take a few of your calls. Uh, again, 604-280-9898. Uh, if you're phoning long distance, 1-877-399-9898. Uh, we'll jump here to Phil first. Hey, Phil. Hey. Hey. What can we do for I you? Wanted to, I wanted to, uh, first of all, the first quarter of your program, I missed the first 15 minutes. You mentioned about getting HD off, uh, off the air. Yeah, we talked with a guy uh, that's uh, got this company that makes a, a little kind of um, like a, a digital video recorder for uh, free over-the-air uh, HD signals. So uh, essentially what you have to do if you want uh, the free HD is you got to get an antenna. Uh, I believe London Drugs uh, carries some of Oh, yeah, yeah, I things. know about that. So I wanted to tune you guys into uh, another website that's it's awesome. Okay. 
It's called Fandor, F-A-N-D-O-R. Yeah, and what does it do? You, you got it. It's the Netflix of classic movies and shorts and some really bizarre stuff. Yeah. Uh, sci- sci-fi and stuff like that. I'm watching that more now than Netflix. Oh, really? Is it a pay service or is it free? How does it work? Uh, well, you get the first uh, a couple of weeks free, and then it's, I think, about the same as Netflix uh, price-wise. Yeah. Uh, per month, and you really got to check it out, though. It's F A N D O R. Very cool. Thanks for the uh, the tip there, Phil. Yeah. I'm going to jump here to the phone lines again, 604-280-9898. We're open line here on Get Connected, taking your tech calls and questions. we got Malcolm. Hey, Malcolm. Yes, uh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, do you think the Sony Walkman will make a comeback for nostalgic reasons? <laughs> that, a- that is an interesting question, Malcolm. Uh, probably referring to the old uh, cassette uh, versions. And it's so funny, driving in today, I was talking to uh, my daughter and my niece mm-hmm. about the old days, how I used to, because they were sitting in the back seat, not talking to each other or me. They had yeah. their headphones on with their iPods yeah, because they are completely antisocial <laughs> and rotten kids. I'm kidding. You guys are good. Um, but I was telling them about the Sony Walkman yeah. back in my day. It was like you put cassettes in it and it had a shoulder strap if you wanted, and you could carry that around with your headphones and look cool. Talk about like we, like the world is so you know used to mobile devices. That was really the first one because before that, remember the the big boom boxes that people would carry on their shoulders <laughs> in the in the early eighties. Yeah, so they uh, you know went from the cassette tape, and then CDs got big, and then they had the Sony Discman. Yeah, did you ever have one of those? I had both. Yes, I, it was a it was a yellow. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. A bright yeah. yellow. Did you carry Walkman. it around? Oh, of course, I carried it around. I was one of those guys who was so good on a cassette tape where I could rewind a song and know exactly when to stop to get it on into the beginning of the song. Really? So I just like over time got really good at it, and that was before you could skip tracks. So that was the old analog days of going through a tape, and then of course the the discman came. Yeah. And do you remember they actually had a, a technology where it could. Record like the first two seconds, so if it bumped, it wouldn't skip. Yes, that's right. That was it was that a was, buffer. Yeah, it was this buffer that happened, and that was excellent. In, in terms of his question, will they make a comeback? Sony actually does have an, a Walkman app on their phones. Yeah, but in terms of a, a dedicated digital device, I don't think they're going to do that because it's so hard to compete against the iPod. Yeah, these days and the iPhones and smartphones in general. Yeah. Do you really need a, a separate independent MP3 player these days? I don't think so. Well, everyone's going to music um, streaming services, like music, a music subscription. Sony has one now as well. Yeah. Uh, there's RDO. Uh, Songza. Songza. There's, there's so many of them uh, out there. So I don't think the Sony Walkman, uh, as far as cassette tapes or discmans, are going to make any big comebacks. Um, but who knows, right? Yeah. It's just... Uh... Well, it's so funny. I was telling my kids, yeah... Um, you know how they can just listen to any song. Like they have RDO subscriptions. Yes. And so they have 8 million songs to choose from. We used to have to put songs. I No. I had to buy a cassette tape of an artist. Let's say, uh, I don't know, Elton John. Yeah. And then that's it. That's <laughs> what you had. That's what I had. You know, I put that in. I couldn't really mix it up. To make mixtapes was, you know, quite an ordeal. Yeah. You know, that was an afternoon. I was really good at those, by the way. Were you? Oh. Like I was legendary mixtapes I used to have as a kid. I was one of those first guys who had uh, the CD, the, the burners, yeah. way back. And this would have been like 2000. Oh, I had one too. Four. How much did you pay? Oh, I split it with a friend. We went half and half. And we would, he would keep it at his house for two weeks. I keep it at my house for two weeks. <laughs> it was a big investment. I know. I bought one, an HP one for my computer. I think it was like $800. Yeah, it was like the- an external CD uh, drive and burner. And I could make my own mixed CDs. I it was like magic. It was. It was magic. 
Because when you play those CDs, people will be like, what, what CD is this? You're like, yeah. I made it. <laughs> 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 and that, you know, being so proud of a putting songs together i know but it was kind of sketchy though too like you know you'd buy the recordable cds and they weren't cheap yep. and sometimes it, it took i think it took like 25 minutes to burn one and sometimes it just didn't work yeah and then you're like oh and then you would minutes, lose that cd and then you lost the cd as well yeah those are the good old days Her box for a cd burner and it took like forever to download one song like yeah. you you'd have to like and it was dial-up days so you yeah. nobody could call you you know, this, this song is being downloaded to your house. That's crazy. We're, we're going to have to take a break. We actually got uh, our Netflix friend uh, on the line, and uh, we'll find out uh, about the new Netflix experience when we come back. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected, Mike and Andy in studio today. We're broadcasting live across the Chorus Radio Network across Canada. You can also listen to us online as well at cknw.com or you can download the course radio app uh, and check that out i use that all the time because i don't always get a good signal the sound quality is just amazing i know i love it it's like you know these are am radio waves but the sound is just pristine want to uh, get our uh, our guest on his name is joris evers he's from netflix thanks for uh, coming on the show today joris oh it's my pleasure my absolute pleasure always fun to be with you guys so you guys have a new netflix tv experience give us the lowdown yeah, so basically what happened this week is that, you know, if you're using Netflix on a television through many different devices, whether it's like a Blu-ray player or a smart TV or a game console, and you turn on Netflix um, somewhere after Wednesday, it looks completely different. You know, uh, we, we say it's much more cinematic, much more immersive. They're providing you many more reasons to click play and watch the, the, the titles that we present to you on Netflix. Why, why the new interface? Uh, we felt that, you know, a couple of years ago, we took a step back and we felt that we could do much better in delivering a much more uh, TV-like experience. You know, um, in the past, we presented you a bunch of box shots. And, um, you know, we heard from, from our members that you know, many times we see a box shot that doesn't really tell you enough about a title and you don't really know whether it's something for you to watch. Um, so we wanted to give you more and more context on every title. So we added three uh, large images that take up the bulk of your screen and that really give you more of an idea of what a title is about in addition to a shorter, more punchy uh, synopsis, uh, as well as some more facts, like or whether your friends have watched it, you know, whether it's something similar to what you've already watched, or something about whether a show or a movie won some awards or something like that, just to give you more context and give you a more of a sense of what a movie or a show is about so you can decide whether to watch it or not and have much more data to go with. Are we going to see this uh, new interface across all the different devices, from your TV down to uh, tablets? Yeah, so we redesigned this interface specifically for the big screen, uh, so specifically for the screen that you sit about three meters or ten feet away from and really taking advantage of all the real estate that's on that big screen. So the answer to your question is no, not directly, but we've gotten a lot more assets now. So, like, for example, all those images that we collected for each and every show on Netflix um, and each and every movie on Netflix, we may use them uh, in some of our other interfaces as well. So I would say stay tuned for that. George, you know, uh, Netflix subscribers can watch it on pretty much any device, a smartphone, a tablet, or a television. Do you have, like, data to see what devices people are watching Netflix content on? Yes, we have a lot of data. We don't necessarily share all of that data. I know a lot of people will be very interested in it, but um, our members watched uh, more than 5 billion hours of Netflix. That's 5 billion with a B, hours of Netflix in the past three months. So that's a lot of viewing, and the majority of all that viewing happened on television sets. So, you know, that makes sense. You know, you, um, still, you know, you want to kick back, you know, you relax on your couch and watch it on the TV on the big screen. 
And that's why this, you know, upgrade was really important for us. It's the biggest uh, upgrade on Netflix, for Netflix on televisions that we've ever delivered in the company's history. Um, and, you know, this new interface will represent more, the majority of all the TV viewing uh, that happens uh, through Netflix. It was interesting uh, earlier in the show, Joris, we were talking about a study that came out saying that uh, between you guys and, and YouTube, you're taking up about 50% of the, uh, the Internet bandwidth at peak times. It's amazing uh, how far it's come for people watching content uh, uh, through the Internet. Yeah, you guys were being really nostalgic before I came on the air, you know, talking about, you know, mixtapes and, like, making CDs. You know, people get nostalgic about, you know, taking trips to the video store and browsing, you know, maybe those VHS tapes in the early days, and you had to rewind them before you brought them back, you know, those kinds of things. Yeah. I saw a little fun um, uh, survey or a little infographic earlier on the Internet, and, like, people were wanting, I think the, the, the punchline was pants are overrated. You know, what, what does it take to get you to watch a movie? As long as I could just stream it without even bothering about you know getting dressed and leaving the house, that's <laughs> what I want. You know, we make it really easy for you to just hit back and watch. Yeah, it's totally true. Now, Joyce, you, you mentioned that most people watch Netflix on their televisions. While we're seeing televisions, the next generation, these 4K televisions, which essentially are like four 1080p HD televisions in one, I read somewhere that Netflix is going to get into the 4K streaming business. Is that true? Yeah we, yeah, we are. Um, so we really think that, you know, 4K, and, and if you take a little bit uh, a step further down the line, you know, we would call it Ultra HD, which includes, you know, 4K, but also more um, color depth and also higher frame rates. Um, we think that the new format is really going to be an Internet-delivered format. There's not going to be a physical format that it's delivered in. So, you know, we were talking about VHS tapes. You know, uh, you can forget about those kinds of things ever carrying 4K content, let alone, you know, the Blu-ray disc. So they, they won't even be able to manage that either. So we think that you know this new format is going to be coming to your TV uh, through the internet, and we want to be at the forefront of that. So you can expect us to start offering uh, title streaming in 4K in the first half of next year. I, I find that amazing, but it's going to be interesting to see how you guys manage the bandwidth as well, because 4K takes up an incredible amount of bandwidth uh, to get it to your TV, doesn't it? Um, it does. I mean, there, there, there's two parts to that challenge. You know, there's one part where you know, the, the available bandwidth to people has just been growing and growing and growing. It almost grows at the same rate as like Moore's Law, so it's been getting faster you know, every year uh, with, with a certain degree. And then you know, compression technologies are getting better as well, not at the same rate as you know, internet speeds are increasing, well, but compression is getting better at the same time. So you know, we've probably been able to stream a you know, 4K picture to your TV um, you know, somewhere below the 15 megabits per second range. God, now I've got to get a 4K TV, George. What the <laughs> heck? I can't afford this anymore. <laughs> If you wait a little while, I'm sure that their prices are going to come down. You know, if you walk any uh, electronics store today, I think every TV is HD, and every TV is probably 1080p HD. Yeah. And you can get those for like a few hundred bucks. So, you know, if you really want to be the first mic to get one, you know, you're going to be spending a few thousand dollars. I know, but, but you if know. you just wait a year or two, you know, you, you're going to be able to afford it. You know, know, don't worry. But I'm stupid that way. i got to have the first I know one. you're going to get it. I Yeah, somehow. I'll save up my pennies. Well, you know what, Joyce? If you see the CES, you can swipe one there. Okay. <laughs> I'll just take it home in my luggage. You know, actually, we've uh, got a leftover caller here from the open line uh, that I think that has a Netflix question. We'll just get him on the line. Hey, Percy, are you there? Yeah, I am. Hi. What can we do for you? Yeah, look, um, sorry about the cold. Um, I, I have uh, Netflix. Yeah. And uh, I actually have uh, that other company, it's like an H&M's with a U. Yeah. And uh, it's got plus on the end of that. Uh, and uh, the experience that I have when I'm on my laptop is completely different 
uh, than when I'm on my TV. And the one on TV, it's almost unusable because I'm not sure about you guys, but I, I tend to watch a lot of documentaries. So I want to go to a section that just has documentaries. Yeah. And and then sort of go, oh, I haven't seen that one. I, I haven't seen this one. I haven't seen that one. Or I'd like to see this one. looks interesting. And when I go to Netflix and that other company, I don't have that option. I, like the, I've got it on my laptop, but I certainly don't have it on my iPhone or my tablet or my TV. And I'm using a Western Digital Live TV box, by the way. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it just sort of pre-sorts them for me. And the maximum I can see is 75 titles. Yeah. So, so what's up with that? It's a good question. I unfortunately lost Jorvis because I don't know how to use the phone board here properly. <laughs> but you use Netflix a lot, uh, as as do I. But um, it's not as easy to search for things through the TV interface. I know exactly what he's talking about because they have so much content and you kind of have to just scroll through to keep finding what you like. That's, I think, why they use those algorithms yeah. to start. So if, if you watch this, okay, then we're going to suggest this because it's really hard to get access to that entire catalog, especially on a TV. Yeah. It's much different um, when you're on a laptop because you can go through the search functions and stuff. But with a TV, if you don't have a dedicated keyboard, it, you know, they really yeah. want you to then just... Then you're there with a the little cursor. Chick, 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 yeah, and that's yeah. not you know, saving anyone time. Yeah. So, I, so I, you watch a lot of documentaries as well. Yeah. What do you do? You just kind of look through the catalog. It's funny. I actually watch a lot of documentaries, but I'm finding more and more documentaries that I watch are on YouTube okay. because there's a, just an amazing selection. I just have to kind of have a keyword to know what I, I'm looking for, yeah. and then I can find it. We're going to have to take a break here. When we come back, we'll uh, get some more of your calls. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You are back with Get Connected. Mike and Andy here. We've got a few minutes left to take a few more calls. Again, the contest, Andy? We're giving away a Nintendo Wii and a one-year subscription to Netflix. It's like the best of both worlds. You can play games and watch television, documentaries, and movies. To enter, go to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com. Over there, you'll find a contest tab, and you want to click that to enter and win. By the way, Mike, our new contest, our, our sorry, our new website has just gone live. Oh, nice. So a lot of uh, the listeners out there, if you want to check out our new design, Head on over to getconnectedmedia.com. Still a little buggy. We're working out some tweaks. It's kind of ironic. A tech show having uh, technical difficulties on their website. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, it happens to us as well. In charge, you? It's not me. This, if it was me, you know it would be foolproof. Oh, <laughs> are you throwing someone else under the bus? No, no. I'm just saying that if I go live, everything's going to go. <laughs> everything's going to be nice and well. Going to jump here to a quick call from Peter. Hey, Peter. Hello. How are you? Good. What can we do for you? A couple of questions uh, on the Netflix side, if anyone can answer. Yep. The original box uh, that supported Netflix was the Boxy Box. I'm wondering if there's going to be support for it. And I'm also wondering about Canadian content on Netflix. The, the foreign language movies are absolutely pathetic on the Canadian side, and you have to tune to the uh, U.S. side. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a tough one with the Canadian content side, uh, just all the licensing that's involved in getting content into Canada. That's why you know you see a lot more stuff on the U.S. side. Obviously, a bigger population. they got more money to play with and uh, licensing sometimes easier there. Uh, so, you know, I, I've seen the Canadian side of Netflix get better and better. Yeah. Do you year. remember when it first started out, it wasn't that good? No, but it's not bad now. But it's gotten better. And sometimes Canada gets releases before the U.S. does. Yeah. And it all comes down to the negotiations that Netflix does with the movie studios. Yeah. But I, I definitely still think the U.S. has more content, but Canada is not that bad. And um, it's going to get better over time. Yeah, definitely. But uh, you're right. There are, you know, there's a 
lot more content it's, on the U.S. It's site. one of the beauties of, of Netflix. If you're traveling to the U.S., you can just grab your laptop or your tablet, log into your Netflix account, and suddenly you'll get access to all that U.S. content. Yeah. So it's kind of a nice, you know, if you're sitting in a hotel, why watch the TV when you can watch your own Netflix and, and the U.S. content that comes with it? To your uh, other question there, Peter, the boxy box, I I have one of those still. Me too. I love that thing. It's basically a little uh, smart box you hook up to your TV, hooks up to the internet so you can watch things like Netflix and all the other content you download off the internet. Uh, unfortunately, boxy got bought by Samsung. For $30 million. $30 million, and uh, they have ceased to exist now. So there is not going to be any more support for boxy, which breaks my heart because I have not come across any other... Uh, box that can do all the things that Boxy did. Oh, it was just amazing. One of the great things I liked about it was you could hook your own external hard drive yep. to it, and all the movies and music that you had on there, suddenly you had a nice interface on Boxy, and it did the same thing that Netflix does, where it would remember where you left off, yep. and so if you played that movie again, it would continue just where you uh, had stopped it previously. But again, I still have one, and they have stopped support, which is truly unfortunate. I think I'm going to buy a couple more online just to have them in case <laughs> mine never goes down. You have the new one that actually has the dedicated Netflix button on yes, the controller. I do, yeah. Yeah, so the Boxy was the original streamer, and now it's it's gone. That's all the time we have left for today. Thanks for tuning in. Mike and Andy logging off for Get Connected. We will see you again next time.